0: Welcome to the Feminine Mastery Podcast, where we dive into mastering the feminine inside of your life purpose. And I'm your host, Felicia May. I'm an FAF certified women's holistic coach, an intuitive healer, a crystal junkie, a wife and mama of two littles. I love everything homemade from baking in the kitchen to making homemade kombucha. And to top it off, I'm a manifester, so I love teaching. So I'm here to teach you all the things that inspire me and, of course, what fascinate me the most, covering topics such as energetics, periods, motherhood, nutrition, relationships, and everything in between. So grab your favorite drink, turn it up, and let's jump right into it. Hello, you guys, and welcome to the first episode of Feminine Mastery Podcast. I am so excited that you guys are taking the time to spend with me today. There has been so many different things that I've been wanting to do with jumping on and getting this podcast going, but I am so excited that we're finally here, that we're getting it off its feet and on the ground running. Um, I'm so excited also because with this being the month of September, which kicking off for fall, my ultimate favorite time of the year, Um, but also, too, there's such a significance to the month of September, in fact, that it is my four-year anniversary of what you could call my spiritual awakening journey. (laughs) And so that's what I really wanted to spend some time in diving into that story of how I got into this amazing world of energy, spirituality, you name it, everything encompassing in between um, of how everything got started just four years ago in this journey that I'm on. So let's go ahead and take it back four years ago um, in the September of the year of 2017. Mind you, I um, was just celebrating a year of being married with my amazing husband. Um, I had been doing um, work as a lash technician in the beauty industry already for quite a while, which honestly, I truly loved it. I loved working with clients. I loved spending time with them. Um, and just being an entrepreneur in general, I loved it. I loved being my own boss and everything that entails. Um, at the time, also, I was in um, a business marketing, um, I guess what you could call a multi-level marketing, there's the word for it, <laughs> with another company. Um, I had been doing it for quite a while, um, definitely higher up in the company, was making great money. Uh, and the thing with that is I just, there was such a shift at that time in my life. There was such a transition. I had this pool and this desire for something else and um, I just didn't know the direction to go or how to get out of it or, you know, what, what it would look like to make that pivot. And it's funny because, you know, when you're hindsight, you're down the road, you're looking back, you're like, man, I wish I would have known then what I know now. Um, but it was all perfect in the way that it rolled out. Um, so going back to that moment four years ago, I was with one of my clients and she had talked to me um, about this amazing woman named Diana. Mind you, I am fully submerged in the personal development world, um, you know, reading books and just growing myself personally and really just looking for a way to make a transition in my life, but doing it to where I'm still growing. I am not feeling like a failure, that I wasn't going to completely give up on myself, You know, the whole ego comes up and you're trying to find ways to talk yourself out of not looking like you're failing at something that you were pursuing, especially when you have your whole life portrayed on social media, which I'm sure we can totally relate to that in some form or way. Um, The fact of like when you are making that transition and people are like, wait a minute, wasn't she doing this like, wait, and now she's doing this. You know, I just had that whole conversation with my ego and I was struggling with it and how to make that transition or even making a decision in general. And so one of my clients, um, We were, of course, talking about spirituality stuff and personal development stuff. And she kept telling me, she's like, Felicia, you have got to go see my friend, Diana. And I was like, okay, well, tell me a little bit about this, Diana. And when she started just diving in and describing her, and of course, she was an intuitive, um, being able to see things on the other side, um, futuristic things. I mean, nothing too crazy. I mean, we all have choice in this, especially if you know the spiritual world. Um, We know that things can pan out a certain way. Way, but they can always change due to we have the opportunity to make choices. And the more that she started describing her and the way she was talking about her, I just felt this strong pull um, to go see her. And it also made me nervous, excited like all the emotions like started coming up. it was so crazy. Uh, but I also think the biggest transition and pull that was wanting me to go that direction was the fact that, again, going back to celebrating my one year anniversary with my husband, um, I was feeling that little pool of like, okay, what's next? And of course that little conversation with myself, uh, Felicia, you are getting older. Is it time for kids? And, uh, and I kind of laugh and chuckle about it now, especially having two little ones now, but that was a really big transition for me, uh, being at that point in my life. Granted, I was only in my late twenties, uh, but, when you come from the space of living in utah and for people that can relate to this you'll know <laughs> it seems like as soon as you get married the next question is oh when are you having kids and then of course you have a kid and then everyone's like okay when's the next kid you know so it you can laugh with me if you can relate and understand where i'm coming from but of course you can understand the programming that we also go into of like okay well we finished this step what's next So you can imagine the things that were just pulling at me at this time, you know, getting into my later 20s, then looking at, is it time for kids? Is my career working out? Am I going the direction that I'm supposed to be going? I just had a lot of things just sitting on my mind, just weighing on me. And I really didn't know the direction that I wanted to go. Because even when I would ask advice from friends and family, uh, they only see the outside things of what's going on. And maybe you can relate to this as well. They only see what looks good on the outside. They don't see the struggle on the inside. Or, and sometimes they will. Like, I mean, that's why we have those closest to us, you know, question like, our, is everything okay? You know, how are things going with you? You know, how's life? How's the direction? Um, but then we also have those that are closest to us as well that think the safe, secure route is also the best way as well. And so, uh, being at that point in my life, I had a lot of things that were weighing on me. So hearing this amazing woman named Diana just was, I mean, perfect timing. We know nothing's a coincidence. So of course I get her info. I schedule the appointment and, and when it came up, um, you guys, I was so freaking nervous. I cannot tell you like You know, when you're getting ready to perform or do something that's just completely out of your comfort zone, the pit of your stomach, you just feel everything, the butterflies, the nervousness. Um, And if any of you have ever been to an intuitive, you can probably relate. Or if you haven't, you can imagine, you know, uh, you start thinking worst case scenario, like, oh, are they going to tell me things that I don't want to hear? Is something coming up that I'm not ready for? Or maybe something bad's going to happen and they're going to tell me about it. So you can imagine the things that were just racing through my mind in my ego feeding into it. Um, but getting ready to go into that session with her, I, my mind was racing. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how it was going to be, how it was going to play out. And, um, yeah, I just kept feeding into it. So you can imagine like my nerves were so wrecked before going into that appointment, but finally getting into her and going in and just sitting down The atmosphere was just absolutely amazing. The energy that she had, the just spirit about her was just phenomenal. And any of my friends and family that I've recommended Diana to that have had a session with her, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's almost the feeling of when you sit down with her and you go through and have a session, you don't want to (laughs) leave. And if you've never been to an intuitive like that let me just tell you, it is absolutely amazing. So just imagine being in your favorite place and you're just getting fed all of this goodness and you don't want to leave. It really, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, so going into that session, I had so many questions and so many things that I wanted to learn, so many things I wanted to know, um, but me not knowing any better because I've never been into a session like that I did not come prepared with a notebook and questions now (laughs) when I've gone in with sessions with Diana later on I always come prepared with either a notebook or notes on my phone so I can ask the questions that I want to Um, but going in and sitting down it was just absolutely amazing When I first sat down with her, just the connection and just the energy she had about her was absolutely amazing. And it was so sweet because she knew that there were things obviously sitting on my mind. (laughs) And so to be able to get those things off my chest of why I was there and what I wanted to learn, what did I want to hear? um, It was really fascinating because of course, the first thing that kind of popped up was uh, the thing about kids. And she was so comforting about it because uh lo and behold, I did have a few little spirits hanging around me that were yet to be born. And the one that was the closest around me happened to be a little girl. And it's kind of funny chuckling now because I just had my little girl, Stella. She wasn't the firstborn, but she was the one that was hanging around me the most. And uh, it was kind of cute and comforting at the same time to just kind of break the ice with her and softening the whole conversation and bringing that into our session at the beginning. Um, but then jumping in and diving in, it was really great as she started going through and talking to different things about, um, who was in the room with me and different things that had been coming up for me. It's amazing with her being so in tune with the other side and the spiritual world and everything else like that. Um, the things that were coming through that she was talking about that she would have never known. Um, and that just like confirmed to me that like, oh my gosh, she really is in tune on the other side. But I also have to preface, (laughs) going into this session, I had a lot of things that were coming up for me beforehand as well. Um, For those of you guys that don't know me personally, um, I have been intuitive as well my whole life as a kid, being able to see things, being able to hear things. And the funny thing is, is we all have this gift, just so you know, like you're not excluded from this. It's just if you have suppressed it from your childhood or haven't really tapped into it, And so, of course, for me, uh, being able to see and hear things and all that jazz, it freaked me out as a kid. Um, So I really got to where I suppressed it. I was scared of it. I was terrified. Um, And my sensing definitely like, you know, like (laughs) you've ever had that feeling that someone's watching you or especially like if someone has been physically there, like you can turn around and scares the shit out of you. But I've also had that when I have been completely alone, and I just felt like someone was watching me, someone was following me around, and just it never was the greatest feeling. Like, there's a difference when you can be in an atmosphere and have that, like, good warming feeling that you're like, oh, it feels good. And then you also have that, like, I do not feel comfortable being by myself right now. Like, I feel like someone is watching me, following me, like, just giving you, like, the heebie-jeebies, more or less. And um, before going into this session with Diana, I had that feeling a lot. Um, and it was more so, um, after I had been dating and, uh, married my husband and stuff, uh, especially leading up to that session with Diana. And this is why I have to preface it a little bit because um, my husband actually did travel a lot for work. So when he was gone, I was home by myself with our two dogs and being in this big house, like I always had, I mean, I worked, I had things to do, very busy and things like that. But I always had this fear of like when I was home by myself that someone was watching me. I was like, man, this is super creepy. And I was always, like, such a chicken being in the house. Like, I always had to have lights on, especially when my husband Luke was gone. Um, if I went into a room, I would, like, hurry and, like, whipped around. And and, and it, it's funny because I've had a lot of, like, friends and family send me funny reels and, and TikToks and videos of, like, people showing different things of people running through their house, shutting off the lights and being followed. Um, and I'm sure you can laugh if you've seen some of those, but they've circulated. And just because that's how I was, I was so terrified to be in the darkness. Like I, even in my room, like when I would go to bed, I always had to have like a lamp or a light on somewhere out in the family room or kitchen so that it would, you know, kind of come into the room. So I didn't feel quite scared and alone, even though I had the two dogs with me. <laughs> so prefacing that whole scenario, going into my session with Diana, she could tell that there there was something that was bothering me because she's like, all right, we've got to get this out of the way. Um, because come to find out there was someone attached to me and we couldn't figure out at first because she's like, wait a minute, have you had any past lovers die? And I was like, no. (laughs) She's like, so you've never, no, no relationship that you've had previously from your husband and none of them had died. And I'm like, no. And so we kind of had a pause, you know, and of course she's talking to this person and, and she's like, well, he keeps saying you're his girl. And, um, and I was like, oh, okay. For one. Okay. So it's a guy that's been following me. Cause even my husband before this session, when, you know, I said, I had those feelings of like someone was watching us, you know, following me around, just kind of creepy vibes even my husband Luke had that same thing because he's like I don't know what it is he goes but when I'm home at night he's like I feel like someone is watching us like he was so adamant but when we moved into our house of getting um blinds up and curtains because he's like man I don't know what it is I just feel like someone is just creeping on us so fast forward being in that session and this person is telling Diana that you know saying she's my girl all this other stuff (laughs) and I'm like no like I know I don't have anybody that I've ever been with that has passed away and so we're digging a little bit more and she's like, well, do you have anybody in your family that's passed away? And it was so funny because the first thing, the first person I thought of, I was like, well, I have a great grandpa that passed away. Um, but we really don't know the whole story on that because, um, it was my grandpa, um, my mom's dad, His father had passed away when he was two years old, and there's a whole story behind that one because, um, of course, it was in the 50s. He owned a bar, and we didn't really know the situation. It was claimed suicide, but there was just too many, like, there was, like, foul play at hand. So you can imagine me. I'm like, well, that's the only person I know because... Uh, I, I don't have any relatives close that have passed, you know, obviously, ex, you know, extended out there, great grandparents and things like that. He was the first name that I could think of that popped up and she's like, what's his name? And of course I said his name and she like asked and it was him as weird as that is. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> and so she's of course having this conversation with him because for him, Being passed away that long, the story with that is the fact that he had an attachment with him. So, if you don't know about attachments, it's kind of more of like on the darker side of things. Um, They're not so great. The things, it's kind of hard to not dive into it completely, but let's just put it it's not the greatest energy. It's usually the darker side of things. And so, he had this entity, uh, more or less like. Feeding him full of shit. (laughs) So he had not been in the good light energy, and so he had been influenced by this entity. And thinking that I was a past lover of his, and so Diana is going off. She's like, "Yeah, he does not like your husband." Thinking that I was his girl, and you know all this other stuff. And so of course Diana had to communicate with him, letting him know that, "No, this is your great granddaughter. You know, this is why you're attached to her." Because I was thinking, you know, because Diana was asking, and she's like, "Well, do you look like your your great grandma?" I'm like, "No, my great grandma had dark hair, short hair. Like, I look nothing like her." And so. So when we were trying to piece it all together, um, this is where we started coming to the conclusion of finding out different things. And so first and foremost, we had to get rid of this entity that was in the room. And let me tell you guys, if you guys have ever had a session where you had to get rid of attachments, things that are of not good light energy, that was an intense feeling in itself. You could just feel the ickiness in the room of it not wanting to leave and the influence that it had over my great-grandpa and just the the entanglement that was you know going on in the session and so and it was crazy too because the entity kept like trying to talk to my grandpa and my grandpa was like you could tell that he was confused he was like trying to talk to diana and then this other thing kept him like trying to butt in and so diana had to like no 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 you do not talk to him you look at me you talk to me because you need to get into the light um it was quite intense and it was really fascinating and so we ended up doing a cast out to get rid of this entity so that it was just my grandpa And so when we finally did the cast out, it was really crazy because you could instantly feel the room lighten up. Um, Like I'm getting goosebumps as I'm talking about this, but the room just lightened up. The energy felt so much better. And then it was great because Diana was like, oh my gosh, like he finally went into the light. Like it was really neat because someone had come for him because his big thing is, is he didn't feel worthy. He didn't feel like he was able to go meet his other relatives to be with them, to be in that good light energy. So who knows, you know, we didn't obviously dive into what happened, um, but, we definitely knew that it, it wasn't suicide. Like, it was just really crazy because finding out more about my great-grandpa with not knowing because my grandpa, he always grew up, you know, feeling bad that he never had his dad and, you know, that he didn't want to be with him. You know, just, you know, I can only imagine what a little boy would think not growing up without his dad. Um you know, and having that play out for him. So that was really amazing to jump into that session, have that first thing of like finding out like, oh my gosh, my great grandpa has been attached to me, hanging out with me this whole time thing. And then I've been his past lover (laughs) Um, and being able to come out of that, like, oh my gosh, I'm glad it was cool because there was so much clarity behind it. And I couldn't wait to like tell my grandpa, like, oh my gosh, you need to have this, this session with Diana because I am i can't imagine, like you get to talk to your dad now, you get to find out what happened, like, and really it has, it's led to so many other things from my family members and friends. And I mean, that's why I love this woman. But going back to this session, um, it was amazing because we were able to get that taken care of, get it out of the way and just being able to see like, oh, okay, now let's dive into the session. Let's see what's going on. And um, being able to find out you know, being an old soul and just, she was going through and talking about my aura, my layers. Um, I've, this is definitely not my first time being here. Um, just the different lifetime experiences that I've had and uh, finding out a little bit more with my purpose, the direction, um, that I need to go in this lifetime and diving more into, um, with my purpose and, and all my guides, my angels that have been with me and the things that they've been doing on the other side, uh, it was just really, really fascinating. Like going into that session, it, it just felt so uplifting and just hearing all the things that she was saying. Like I said, no one would have known those things that she was talking about, especially things personally about me that she was bringing up. that of course I've never met this woman and, and my friend never told her anything about me. And so as she started diving in more to what relatives were in the room and the different things that they were talking about and how proud they were of seeing how I've grown up like it was just so heartwarming and learning about all these things like just that we have so much purpose of being here and the help that we have on the other side like we think that we're alone sometimes but knowing that we actually have past family you know relatives and and these other light workers that are with us guiding us it's just it's absolutely phenomenal phenomenal. And, um, and of course I got to learn about, you know, what little spirits were waiting on the other side and actually learning more about my connection with my husband, that we actually had an agreement before coming here to bring these kids here. It was really, really neat to actually learn more about our connection and how we were brought together because even with us getting together, it clicked and moved so quickly and it just felt right from every step. And so having that confirmed in my session with Diana was just absolutely phenomenal. And it was cool too, because she was actually able to go through and scan my body. And we talked about different things that I needed health wise. And, um, it was just really neat that she was able just to tap in and tune in and tell me all these things that I had just, I had these questions and these struggles with, and just to be able to have that session with her just opened up so many different things. So of course I come out of that session and I am just, I'm buzzing. Like I felt so by leaving her place and, and, of course, I just wanted to call everyone I knew, text everyone, like, (laughs) and I'm sure Diana's had plenty of business from me over the past few years, of course, with just every time I had a family member or even a friend tell me about certain things, I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to have a session with Diana. Um, And it's crazy too, because you'll know, like, who is open for it. And anytime I had certain conversations with people, I could tell there was that perfect opening of being like, hey... (laughs) I've got, I've got a girl for you. And, um, and that really was the opening door of my spiritual journey. It was almost like the permission slip of like, Hey, other people do this too. You can too. Like, it's okay. And, but the thing was, is like, there was also, a a pivotal point coming out of this session because I also, um, having that window open, to myself, it also opened up a lot of other things. Um, a lot of emotions, a lot of, uh, spiritual blocks, different things started coming up. So granted, I came out of that session super excited about life, super excited about things on the other side, super excited about things in my future. It also scared the shit out of me because I noticed that, being aware of certain things like, oh, it wasn't just my imagination. There were things following me. I did have someone hanging around that I didn't know about. I knew there was someone there, but I didn't know who. Um, and I noticed that I made that distinction of how it felt, you know, and everything else that, that was also another thing that I didn't know I was in for, I guess you could say. Um, I noticed that I was super in tune to my clients that were coming over and I was also super aware of what was with them, what was attached with them. And it was really fascinating because as I was still working and doing stuff out of my home, I noticed when I had clients come over, I literally could feel their attachments or things come in and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it was very very overwhelming." Like it opened up my empathics like that intuitiveness so much more. Um, And it was very overwhelming. Um, In fact, I had one client that she had a lot of baggage and different things that happened to her as a child. And it was crazy because after I came out of that session with Diana, when I started working with my clients again, oh my gosh, people just started dumping their crap on me. I mean, don't get me wrong, being in the beauty industry, like people dump their crap on you no matter what. Like if you're a hairstylist or esthetician, you just know. Um, Or if you've gone to any of these people, like you just have this comfortability about you that you're like, you just want to tell them your life story. And I noticed that that was one of the things that was happening for me is people were starting to dump a little bit heavier things on me. And I was like, what in the world is going on? What Pandora's box did I open (laughs) to have these people start telling me things that were very personal, uh, more so than I wanted to know or to hear. And, um, and I found it to where it was bringing up a lot of emotional things and, um, and I was super confused about it because I always felt like I had a good little bubble around me, but if for some reason it was very, it was affecting me, um, very easily. And of course my family noticed and especially my husband, and that's where it kind of made a pivot in opening up another door for me, which jumped into getting into crystals and, and of course, nothing is by coincidence. Everything is by design. I happened to meet um, another lady, but even before that, Before meeting this next woman, I started doing some research because, of course, like I said, everyone was dumping on me. I was getting bombarded by everybody else's energies. And I'm like, okay, I need to figure out something to protect myself. Granted, I knew how to do cast outs and get rid of that, but I was like, I am still getting bombarded by these energies, and my energy is getting drained. I'm feeling emotions that are not mine. And I definitely knew that. And so that's where I started learning about crystals and um saging and all these other things. And um the crazy part is, is, as I started diving into crystals, I was also really afraid of certain crystals. Like if I, um, start researching about certain ones, I'm like, oh, okay, selenite's a good one to cleanse your aura to, you know, really, you can set it up around your house. You can grid it, you know, to keep things out. I'm like, perfect. That's what I need. And even with the saging, I, you know, it's a great way to get out entities, attachments. Perfect. I was diving into that. I'm like, whatever I need to do to protect my house, protect my space, and to keep out whatever negative energies. I mean, it, it really did wonders. Um, I made sure to grid my doorway and everything else, and I found that by doing this, it made a huge impact on when my clients came over because it kept whatever crap they had with them outside my doors. Um, and it's funny, too, because I remember even having clients come into my um, front room where I had my office set up for when I was doing lashes. I even had a special um, black obsidian stone that I kept underneath my lash table. And it was funny because anytime people started, cause I'm physically touching them when I'm doing their lashes, of course. And anytime they started to, let's say, dump their crap on me, all I would have to do is touch my foot on that black obsidian and instantly they would calm down. They would go quiet and usually just go to sleep. <laughs> so that was like my ticket out of like, okay, I don't need to hear this today. Um, and granted, I had energetic bubbles and, you know, barriers up to where people wouldn't, you know, dump their crap on me and stuff. But I slowly had to learn these things. And because I had my my office room gridded so well, um, I also found being that intuitive and being able to see certain things, um, certain I guess, people that were attached with my clients, it was really funny because if they didn't feel worthy to enter my room, I always saw them outside the doorway. It was really fascinating. Um, So you can imagine, you know, after having that session and feeling like I had this permission to be like, oh, it's okay for me to see these things. You know, I can tune into the good light stuff. I don't have to be just scared of the darkness, um, things that are of the darker side. I can actually enjoy the things on the lighter, um, good light energy side, but it was really fascinating because those crystals were like a a barrier, a lifesaver for me, like, um, an energy force that I could utilize to help me work through all of this intuitive, um, energetics that I was learning about tapping into my spirituality. Like it was a really great buffer for me to be able to get a handle on things in a physical aspect. But there was also certain things with crystals that I, like I said, I was actually scared about. Um, so you can imagine it, coming out of September, I'm like, oh shit, we're going into October, you know. And of course, I'm my inner child is like, oh, that's Halloween. This is when the spooky stuff is coming up. And and of course, a couple of the accounts that I was following on social media are talking about, oh, Halloween, this is when the veil's the thinnest. And, and in my head, I'm like, that was my biggest fear as a as a kid and even getting into my adult years. Um, I was so scared of seeing things <laughs> because in my mind, my ego and everything else. And of course, my inner child was making up all these things of like the worst, I guess that's why I could never watch scary movies because in my mind, I'm like, well, that's what I'm going to see. Like if I can see the other side and things that are not so great, that's what I'm going to see. And so I had this fear of like, oh my gosh, like, Okay, now that I'm tapping back into this intuitiveness, like, yes, it has so many benefits. Like, I love being able to tap in and listen to my guides and have conversations with past relatives and different things like this. But at the same time, I was like, well, what if I see things that I do not want to see? What if I start feeling the presence of things that I do not want to feel? And um, as I'm like learning all this stuff and I'm learning with crystals, I'm like also learning about how some of these crystals are like amplifiers of like, oh, this will tune into you know, other things of this. And, and especially, I just remember one particular stone. It was a smoky quartz. Um, I thought it was so beautiful and I was so attracted to it. But then at the same time, when I got the card about it and I was like reading about it, I'm like, what, this tuned you into other spirits on the other side, you know? And I, I of course thinking worst case scenario. And I'm new to this. Like that was my biggest part as I was new to it. Um, and I was so deathly afraid of it. And it's so funny looking back now. Cause I'm like, Oh, Felicia, you silly girl. But being new to this world of spirituality and the energetics and everything else like that, I didn't. No, And this is where it did lead me to the perfect woman. Um, This is when I got introduced to my next person, which her name was Crystal, as funny as that is. And I absolutely love this woman. She was really the next catalyst for me to actually open up the door of doing more healing. Like I said, I had tapped into this intuitiveness, um, the side of me that I was so scared of. I kept shoving it down and pushing it away, um, but it was all Always there and still being in this point of transitioning in my life, she came in at the perfect time after Diana. Um, it's almost like Diana opened up the floodgates and Crystal was like, all right, let's get this figured out. Let's get a filtration system on this and let's let's work through this. And it was perfect. She was exactly what I needed. Not only was I able to have sessions with her and um, you know really start on my healing journey of inner child stuff and just blocks that I had energetically in my body, um, but it, she also helped me learn about crystals and how I could utilize them and, um, and how they weren't scary things to be afraid of. They didn't really, you know, do the things that I thought they were going to do. I mean, crystals do amazing things, especially learning that with her. Um, and I'm, I i can not wait. I'm going to have a podcast with her on. You guys will just love her. Um, but learning about these things, it really just opened up a whole new door of learning about this, World that we're in. And as I started learning more about crystals and just really doing this healing journey, I actually jumped into a mentorship with her. And I'm so grateful because she really guided me and taught me how to tune into my um, intuitive side and to really use these gifts in a positive way, to not be scared of them, but to actually utilize them for the gifts that they were. Um, And it's really that journey with her that I actually dove into where I am at currently, um, to be able to learn how to connect with people, to, um, you know, send those divine messages, to be able to connect to their um, guides and listen to them and give them you know, the messages that they needed to hear. Like it was so empowering to work with her and learn these things because then I was able to start, you know, having sessions with relatives and friends and I was able to help them. And I cannot tell you how fulfilling it was at that time to be able to not be so scared of my gifts that I could actually utilize my gifts and um, use them in a way that was filling a void that I had for so long. And it's really what was tuning me into my life purpose of being where I am currently. Like everything was perfect in the sense of where it landed me in my situation today. Um, fast forward coming out of that whole (laughs) beginning of my journey. Um, it, has been absolutely beautiful because obviously other things, um, have happened along the way, um, between having two babies and, um, also going into a certification where I was actually able to amplify my gifts even more and to really learn a lot more about healing, um, energetic blocks and trauma healing, inner child stuff. Like I, the list will go on. Um, but that is really where I wanted to take the direction with this podcast, but I figured you needed to know a little bit more of where my journey started and why I am doing what I'm doing now. And I'm so, so grateful that I was able to have that first session with Diana, which led me to crystal. Um, and of course, you know, further on, um, my other certification and really becoming, um, an FAF certified women's holistic coach. Like It's just amazing to have that beginning journey <laughs> feel so chaotic um, to begin with and so scary and feeling like there was so much going on at that time, but learning more about myself and healing those different things and to be able to see where it's taken me now, oh, it has just been absolutely phenomenal and also to connecting with people along the way. I didn't realize by making that choice in my journey of connecting with these certain women has literally led me to so many different places and meeting and connecting with so many other women. It's just been absolutely beautiful. And I'm so excited because these different women and people that I've connected with over the years are also going to be guests on this podcast and I cannot wait for them to share with you what they do. Their journeys as well. Um, And again, you guys, that's why I'm so grateful that you took the time to jump in and listen a little bit about my spiritual journey. Of course, there's definitely a lot more details in between, but we'll save those details for other episodes so you can get to learn a little bit more about me and everything else. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in today and I can't wait till our next episode. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the information that we were able to talk about today. Also, I would love if you could write me a review and a star rating that fills in alignment with the information that you received today. I also would love if you can share this on your social media and be sure to tag me in it as well. If you'd like to work with me, you can check out my website at FeliciaMing.com as well as following me on Instagram at Felicia.Ming. And of course, I'm always up for feedback as well as if you have any other topic ideas that you'd like me to share on, or if you simply have any questions, feel free to slide right into my DMs. Again, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today, and I hope you have a great rest of the day.